With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, now talking some recruiting as this segment, Nate, of the Husker Online show is brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision. Nate, tell them about your experience at Coogler Vision. Yeah, unbelievable experience with Coogler Vision. And with the new year comes New Year's resolutions or goals. Uh, why not have one of your New Year's res- resolutions or goals be to get rid of contacts and glasses? I mean, uh, it, it will change your life, and LASIK is so easy. Um, I, I encourage you to see what Coogler Vision can do for you. Uh, you know, 2020 is the year of clear vision at Coogler Vision, and it should be for you too. Now let's talk some recruiting, Nate. I know uh, coaches aren't out on the road again until next week, um, so no movement yet as we are in the dead period, but there is movement. Nebraska um, has still kind of made a few 2020 offers. I think really what's going on, Nate, is you, you see the staff has gotten together this week. They've kind of looked at the available pieces out there. They have one, maybe two spots they can use, and they're trying to maybe find the best available guy out there for that one spot. Yeah, you know, the dust has kind of settled from the early signing period, and, and you, you know, you everyone's been able to kind of catch their breath from recruiting and, and take a little bit of a break and, and step away. And, and now they're coming back, they're getting in the office, they're seeing, you know, what's left after the dust has kind of settled. Um, you know, we know for sure that they're bringing in a wide receiver out of Alabama, Chris Drain, uh, who's a 5'11", 165, 170-pound kind of all-purpose type of player. I mean, he's a guy that – A fifth wide receiver. Though. Yeah, when he could do – he could play some running back. I mean, he's he's a duck R type of guy, right, that, that we always talk about. He's a, he's somebody who could see carries in the backfield. He could see – he could play the slot. But I also think he's talented enough to, to play, you know, do some other things too in the offense. So uh, he's, he's that all-purpose type of, type of player that they like. And it makes you wonder about Darian Chase – DeMorian Houston and obviously um, Jamie Nanson. I mean, yeah. if, if they're trying to almost bring in more, it feels like they're recruiting over some of these guys already uh, because of the load they took a year ago. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, yeah, it's they're they're definitely putting pressure on some of those younger guys uh, that redshirted this past year, and and you know. The, they're going to have to, to really step it up because they're not messing around. They're trying to bring in some guys that uh, that can be an impact type of player. Um, you know, they obviously they brought in Omar Manning, who's a JUCO guy. They expect him to play right away. Alante Brown is a prep school guy, and so you know they, they're expecting for him to to be on campus here. Uh, you know, basically here any day now to start winter conditioning, and and they think that he's going to play right away. So yeah, they're definitely putting some pressure on on some of these younger guys. But Chris Dre. Um, you know, it's interesting. He was originally committed to LSU, uh, and then he was committed to Ole Miss. And then after the coaching change, he kind of opened things back up, didn't end up signing. Um, and so, we, you know, he's visiting. We'll see what happens there. But uh, And then you've got Brennan Scott, who's a four-star linebacker um, out of Bishop Dunn High School, same high school as the, you know, Darian and Damian Daniels. 
Um, he's going to be visiting Nebraska as well. Uh, now he's listed as an outside linebacker by rivals, but I think that I think that he would probably be more of an inside linebacker for the Huskers. He's six one, six two, two hundred and twenty pounds. Um, but so yeah, there's there's a possibility. There's a couple different guys right there uh, that they're targeting, and and then there's a handful of other guys that are kind of on the periphery right now. Where I think Nebraska's trying to figure out, okay, do we bring these guys in for a visit, or or do we offer at, at this position or not? Um, so so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, the thing I'll be really curious, Nate, is just how they handle those last two spots. If they found two guys now, would they use them, or are they hell bent on making sure one is held for the portal? Um, and I think that's going to be a healthy debate because uh, you can argue the Porter really hasn't treated Nebraska great. I mean, Darian Daniels came out of it, and obviously the tight end um, last year um, out of Rutgers. I mean, they've gotten some quality guys. We still don't know how good he's going to be, um, but there's also been a lot of bad guys they've added out of the portal too. Um, so, you know, it, 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 I think it's a healthy discussion on how you play those last two spots. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot, I think, when you – when you're going to rely on on holding some scholarships back or holding a scholarship back for the portal, you know you don't necessarily know a what what's going to be in there uh, at the end of the spring semester because if they do hold up hold back a spot there, I think they would wait until after the the spring, probably end of you know towards the end of May, early uh, June to see what's you know, see what's available um, you know after spring ball and everything uh, because you know you'll see a lot more guys kind of enter that. Uh, you know, at the end of the spring semester, so um, you know, or you is, simply just hold the spot and yeah, or give it, Luke Reimer a scholarship or someone that's more deserving, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things you could do there, um, or or if there's a couple guys that you really like right now before February and don't want to pass up on them, go ahead and use them, and and you know, then you've got a guy that you can develop for for four or five years. So. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different ways and variables involved here, so it, it will be interesting to see exactly how they how they go about it. And then Nate, looking to 21, we are going to be on the road this week and all through January, starting the in-state tour a little bit earlier. Just the way recruiting's changed, we figured let's get on the road and and get out when recruiting's still hot. And um, we're going to make our way. I know later this month to the Council Bluffs. Um, you know, you, you've got a guy there and Thomas Fedoni, the tight end out of Lewis Central. Picked up a Georgia offer, an LSU offer, and he's Florida. Florida. He's he is really emerging as one of the top two or three tight ends probably in the country. And then TJ Bowler's the number one player in the country or in Iowa, excuse me, um, an outside linebacker out of Des Moines. Um, man, Iowa that is really looking promising, and Nebraska is in on with the two best players in the state. Yeah, they really are. Um, you know, Fedoni and Bowlers they they went down to San Antonio. They both picked up awards at their at their position. Uh, you know, most outstanding player award uh, at the underclassmen combine. Which, I mean, there's there's two over two thousand kids that go down to this combine, and and it's an invite only deal. So it's not just like any. You know, any dude off the street can just walk in there and work out. I mean, it's it's pretty competitive, and um, you got two kids from Iowa that won national awards at this deal, and and so um, in Fedoni, you know, I, I look at Fedoni and Bowlers, um, you know, as, as kind of must get players for Nebraska in this twenty twenty one class, especially Fedoni given his location. I mean, he's he's a Council Bluffs uh, Lewis Central kid. 
I uh, grew up a Nebraska fan. Um, you know, he's he's much closer to Lincoln than he is to to Iowa City, and so um, you know, I know that the Hawkeyes have have had great success with their with their tight ends over the you know recent history. Uh, but but I do think that he's a I look at him as a must get type of guy, more of an in state guy than than an Iowa guy. But uh, when you do look at the talent in Iowa, there's an awful lot of it this year, and, and Nebraska is legitimately in the running with. Uh, you know, about five or six of the the top you know eight guys in the state, and so um, they are putting a little pressure on the Hawkeyes, which <laughs> which adds a whole other layer to that whole deal. Well, there's going to be a lot to follow. As I mentioned earlier, we'll be on the road this week, and um, really at least once a week here out throughout January as we'll start the in-state tour. So uh, make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com as we will have the latest on all things Huskers. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.